At ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and thanks again for joining Blog Talk Radio. We're coming to you today with the vision that God has placed in us, that it did not lie, but it shall speak. And we hold on and faint not. Faint not means falling down on the floor, thinking it ain't real, thinking God has not spoke to you. But today we will recapture our vision. Today we will look beyond the obstacles and see what God has promised us. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you today, God, believing that you have spoke the vision from time to time in the past and that you will fulfill it right now in Jesus' name. Our portion is the vision. We will complete the vision. We will not leave until the vision in our lives are completed in Jesus' name. The Bible says the vision shall speak and not lie. We've had a lot going on in the world today. The pandemic came and shut everything down, right? So before then, we got our prophecies. We heard from God. We are men and women of God. We believe God for everything that he has promised us. We know that he's real. We know that he's speaking to us. And then came a pandemic. So now we're wondering if the vision will continue because the world is changing. But we have to realize God did not change, but the world changed. But we knew that was coming from time past because the word of God lets us know that things will change, but that we should hold on and not faint. So when we look at the vision and we're not working towards it any longer, the Bible lets us know what hinders you from being distracted from the vision. What delayed you? What turned you from the truth of your vision? So here we go. We got a woman and her children, prophetic woman, evicted from her home, lived in the car, lived in hotels, but yet she believed the vision. She held on to the fact that God is going to make a way. Through her tears and looking at her children, she yet believed God would make a way. So she went to the next level of her vision because God saw her sincere heart. He saw the tears on her first level. So now the next level to the vision, because you know we grow into the vision. The vision just don't pop up. up. So now she goes into the next level of her vision. She's still in the hotel, but now she has a job from the eviction. She now gets her a job. And she still has to find ways to take care of herself in order to go to the job. So she goes and she does her daily routines and still trusting and believing God and the vision, still praying in tongues, still speaking to God, talking to him, letting him know that she believes. She goes to the next level of the vision. Now sickness comes upon her. 
This is where it really begins to get a little situated. So the sickness comes, and she says, God, I got I to gotta prepare my life because now I may not be here long, and my children need to be taken care of. Will I die from this sickness? He said, he answered her, you will live and not die. Just fight. Okay, God, you've spoken. I'm going to fight this. Part of my vision, she didn't realize. So now she goes and she prays, and every day, I will live and not die because that's what God spoke to her. You will live and not die. So now she's praying those prayers. She's believing God for healing, which did not come overnight or through the laying on of hands. This was a process. So as she's going through this and she's believing God, not realizing that spiritually she's growing, because the trial is so strong, she don't see the spiritual growth. All she sees is defeat. All she sees is the turmoil that's going on around her. What did hinder you from believing the truth? So now the sickness is there. The children are in a hotel. She's trying to make her way through this. The tears are not as much as they used to be because she's grown in the word of God. So now she goes to the next level of the vision. The sickness is still there. They're moving out of the hotel. Now she's growing and believing God for more. Healing still. Praying and believing God. Now the church is shut down. There's no more laying on of hands. There's no more laying down at the altar. There's no more running to the pastor. There's no more friends. Everybody's gone. Nothing to do. Now she has to listen to her own thoughts. Now she has to trust God by herself. If she wants to see church, it has to be on the Internet. What do you do? Where do you run? What do you, where do you go? So now we're in this level of the vision. She has to now grow with her and God. She's hearing people say, oh, speaking in tongues is obsolete. You don't need to do that anymore. But then how do you connect to the spirit realm if you don't connect to God? How do you grow spiritually in the anointing if there's no connection in the spirit realm? So when we look at the life of David and Joseph, compared it to our own lives. Joseph had a vision, believed the vision. Family didn't like the vision, so they sold him. He had to yet believe the vision while he was on that way to be sold. He didn't realize that when he was dropped off at the palace, it was a part of the vision. All you see is I'm being sold by my family to some strangers. He gets there, goes through the lies, deceit, everything else, the things that we go through in life personally, he yet had to believe the vision. So that shows me that Joseph mentally was there with, with the Spirit of God. Because at some point he could have given up. Because this didn't happen short. This was a long-term thing that Joseph went through. So now he goes down into jail, the dungeon, or whatever you want to call it, the pit. He yet has to believe the vision. Now, this is when you begin to second-guess God. 
Because you're sitting in down there in that pit. You're sitting there in a hotel or living out your car, and you are now at that stage of what in the world is going on? Because I know what God showed me. Now you start processing information. I know what he showed me. Why am I going through this? Not realizing it's the vision. We want a quick and easy vision. We don't want to have to process it because the process is killing us and raising our spirit, man. The process is having us to die as we see more of God because he wants us to get to the vision and not go back. So Joseph's vision came to pass. You cannot stop the vision. No one can. Stay focused on the vision. Yes, you're going to go through. Yes, things are going to happen. But stay close to the one who promised you. If you are the children of Israel and you're leaving Egypt, the vision, we're going to get across and we're going to be our own people. But when they hit the Gulf of Water, and you got Pharaoh standing up behind you coming hard. What do you do? They looked at him and Moses and they said, well, wait a minute. Were there not graves in Egypt that we could have just went ahead and died there and got buried? Why would you bring us out here to die? Why did you set us up and do all this hype, 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 hype stuff only to bring us here to die? They forgot the vision just that quick. They forgot the promise just that quick. Moses had to stand. He had to believe the vision for everybody. So here comes Pharaoh. You turn around. Then you turn over here and you're like, oh, my God, there go the water. What are we doing? What are we going to do? Moses listened to the Spirit of God. Now, had he not had the relationship before this, he would not have been able to hear what God was going to tell him to do next in order to get to the vision. He took the rod. The sea parted. Boom, we're going across now. The vision is still in process. We have to believe that the one who has promised will fulfill it. He will do it. So no matter whatever it is you are going through, job loss, financial struggles, living with family, don't lose your voice, your prayers, your spiritual connection, and your faith in God because the vision still stands. So when we begin to speak to God in tongues or in spiritual language, that is our communication from spirit realm to spirit realm, keeping us connected to the vision. Because when we pray in our flesh, when we pray out loud in our own language, God hears, but he needs us to hear him. So we hear him by praying in our spiritual language. You can do it all day. You can do it however long the Holy Spirit tells you to do it. But we need to stay connected 
to the vision. Because when we lose sight of the vision, that's when we lose sight of God. Question is, what turned you away from the vision? Who told you that the vision was gone? Who told you? Flesh told you. Doubt told you. Defeat told you. The vision is still real. If that woman would have laid in that hotel and said, this is it, she never would have completed the next stage of the vision. We want to go from the pit to the palace and never die spiritually. We want to go from Pharaoh chasing us to just go straight to the parting of the sea and never spiritually die to the, to the situation. What are we doing to get to the vision? Because the vision is there waiting. The vision is ready to speak and say, aha, you made it. The vision is ready to say, <clears throat> heaven is open wide. How are we going to do it? We love hearing the story of Joseph coming out of the pit to the palace, but we don't understand the process of him doing that. When we have people lying on us and telling things about us, we feel we got to go fight. We feel we got to go stand our ground. We feel we got to say something. Oh, I'm going to go tell her off right now because she don't disrespect me like that. I'm a child of God. Don't nobody disrespect the child of God. Joseph could have took that road, but he didn't. Moses could have took that road when they complained and said, why you put us out here to die? But he didn't. They both went straight to heaven because that's where their connection is. And they said, God, what are we doing? What shall we do now? And he answered them. And success was in the story at that point, and they moved to the next level of the vision. So you telling folks off, standing your ground, wiggling your head like you just got something to say that's important, you're going to stay at the level of the vision until you see God's way out. And once you see God's ways out, you now go to the next level of the vision. So if you're stuck at a level in the vision, go to God for his way to come out of that. Who hindered you from believing and obeying the truth? Well, God is not blessing in this time right now. He's not speaking to us right now. He's just um, waiting for us to see what we're going to do. Where is that? Communicate with God daily, and he will reveal heaven daily. Believe and trust in him. The woman's testimony now is, is phenomenal. Defeat will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Whatever is hard to you, find the scripture for it. Stop running from it. Stop trying to get rid of it. Because it's a part of your vision. But begin to say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Don't worry about the shame. But humble yourself. 
and say, God, if this is a part of the vision, then I'm all for it. When Job went through his sickness, and he wondered what in the world, and we do too, but he yet had to come to a place in himself that said, I trust him. Do we trust God today? Do we trust the vision? What has God promised you? What has he prophesied over you? What oil has been laid upon your, poured upon your head that now you're saying that God is slack concerning his promises? Now you're saying that God didn't fulfill his, his part of the deal. What has hindered you from obeying the truth? Because the Bible lets us know in Second Peter that the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. And what he has promised, he will provide. So once you get to that level where you stop crying, but now you quote in scripture, when you stop doubting and now you stand boldly before the throne of grace as humble as you know how, and you say, God got this. Uh-uh. All I'm going to do is lift my hands in praise. All I'm going to do is quote his word and live it. Now you've reached the next level of the vision. Now you're very close to completing the process to where now you will end up in the palace. Now you will be trusted before man to have high places. Now God will trust you not to fall, but to continue to rise. Get to the palace if that's what you desire, if that's what God has shown you, but you've got to follow the process. Jesus stood before the devil after he had offered all those things to him, and he said to him, it is written. It is written. And that's what he wants us to do through the process. At some point, we have to get to that place of it is written. We have to get to that place that says, I see what's going on, but that's not my portion. That's not a part of the plan. The plan is the vision. Not that. The hotel is a part of the process, but it's not the vision. I'll have my own home in Jesus' name. Living in the car is the process, not the vision. Poverty is the process, not the vision. Get to the vision, but get through the process. Speak the word, because it won't fail you. But listening to the negativity of the world will. Listening to God is not speaking right now, Will. Listening to people tell you that speaking in tongues is obsolete. Speaking into your spiritual language is gone. Try not doing it, but yet looking for your vision. Try not communicating with God, but yet you want the vision. It, it won't work together without each other. You have to be able 
to reach heaven. You cannot part a sea in normal thoughts. You cannot come out of a pit and interpret dreams without a spiritual connection because God has to reveal to you the next step. God has to reveal to you you promoted from that stage to the next stage. You may have a dream of a classroom where they're telling you you've graduated and you're like, I've already graduated 10 years ago. But this is spiritual. This is heavenly graduation. And then you look at your life and you say, but I don't see the graduation. Just hold on. It shall speak and not lie. Hold on. The manifestation is coming because you got to get to the next level once you've graduated. You're there. And when you see yourself in the palace in Jesus' name, you will remember every process, every tear, every shameful look that people gave you. Like what God do you serve that you're in a hotel or in your car? What God do you serve that you're unemployed, that you are sick? I don't want the God that you serve. They don't understand the process. But what they will understand is you quoting the word back to them. What they will understand is you not crying but standing as Jesus did and says it is written. So don't worry about the surroundings or the words that are being spoken. Because if that was the case, Joseph would have never made it to the palace. If that's the case, the words that they spoke to Moses (laughs) never would have got that sea parted. Because they were negative words in his face. There were negative words from his brothers. But yet in the end, he met them that day, the same way he told them he would meet them the first day of the vision. So nothing changed between Joseph's first and that palace. Nothing changed. He just had to go through the process. When God told Moses, get my people and and you guys go because you're going to worship me, Moses went through some obstacles with Pharaoh, but he kept going back stronger than he did the first time. You will let my people go. You will let us go worship the God that we serve. And then he had to come back the next time. And he came back stronger. That means every level of the process he completed. Don't get stuck in the process in Jesus' name. But you will prosper through every process to get to your palace in the name of Jesus. It shall speak and not lie. Nothing will delay you anymore in Jesus' name. Nothing will disconnect you from God in Jesus' name. You will reach your destiny. You will reach what God has spoken over your life. Defeat is not your portion in Jesus' name. For every obstacle that you face, this is not my portion. I will go through this. I will get through this. For everything, sing a song in Jesus' name. If he has prophesied over your life, it shall come to pass as it did. And we see David. David had to encourage himself. 
Can we do that today? Can we encourage ourselves while we're living in places we don't want to live, while we're working in places we don't want to work? You have a degree, but yet you're working lower than your experience. Complete the process. There's somebody there you need to either meet or you need to help. Complete the process. Don't cry. Complete the process. And he'll say, okay, now I can move you and trust you to go to the next level. God is on your side. He's not silent. You just stop praying the way that you did. You stop fasting. You stop communicating. You stop quoting the word of God. He is not silent. He wants us to know the next step. He wants us to know how to complete the vision and get to it. But we got to stop hurting. We got to stop asking why. We got to get around people who share in getting to the vision. It shall speak. Because if the Lord said it, you can count on it. Nothing will hinder you in Jesus' name. Because we know that we're in a time where the love of many will wax cold. So they can only pour that into you. And you being a child of God, and you will receive that in your spirit. And you go home and you take it to your house. Your love for God will wax cold. And then the vision will die with you. We are going to, as of today, rekindle the fire and the love that we have for our Lord and Savior. Today, we will get back to the vision. We will write it down. And we will take it and make it plain. We will not look at the circumstance but we will look at the vision. This is a process. You could probably even write a book off of your process. You could probably begin to talk about your process to others. Whatever is going to get you where you need to be towards the vision, get there. The most important thing is to complete it. The most important thing is to allow God back into your life as your first love. No one can stop the vision but you. The devil tried to stop Jesus' vision, and he said, no, no, it is written. It is written. He tried to stop Joseph's vision, but Joseph still worshiped and praised. He tried to stop David. Joseph and David encouraged himself. He tried to stop Moses. Moses said, we're getting across this ocean. We're going to get across this this water. I don't know how, but we're going. I hear what y'all saying. I see what you see, but but we're getting over there. And he trusted God. The only blockage is you because God spoke. The only thing that's hindering the vision is you. Dig deeper. 
into God. Dig deeper into the spirit realm because that's where it all is. It's in the spirit realm. It's not in your visuals. It shall speak and not lie. But just don't faint in this process because it may not be easy. Whatever it is God got you going through, he's not going to have the next person because everybody got their own. So don't look at other person and go, well, she's still being blessed and she, and, and why am I going through? I'm the one that's called. I'm the one. No, don't look at it like that. This is your process. God knows what you need to die from. He knows what you need to grow into. That person got something else going on between them and God. Everybody's stages are different. Write the vision. Make it plain. Connect to God spiritually with your heavenly language. And listen to the direction because they will never fail you. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise, glory, and honor. The vision, God, it's back alive in us. The vision, God, we will now write it out and look at it every day and know that we are moving closer to the vision. We've overcome so many obstacles. We're not going to quit now. We're not going to die out now. But we are going to fight for the completion of the vision. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Lord, we love you. Save those, God, who are not saved. We will go out and witness to those people by living our life, by a testimony of our own words, and by encouraging them. We will not get so absorbed in what we are going through that we don't see the need of others because that's a part of the vision. We thank you, we love you, Lord, and we give you honor and glory in Jesus' name. Each of us has a purpose. We are destined to do something meaningful, not only to support our loved ones, but to positively impact our communities throughout the country. What do you think a private Christian education looks like? Grand Canyon University graduates 25,000 students yearly and offers more than 225 high-quality programs across nine colleges. Find your purpose at GCU. Visit gcu.edu.